Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Starkhead and Speaks, Jared and Bob here. Uh, coming at you, it's uh, actually, it's our 500th episode. So uh, pretty cool feat, I suppose, there. It's the, what, fourth year? We've been doing this for four years? Something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Um, hoping to have Jones here, but he wasn't able to make it. He uh, He's with friends, which... Pfft, fucking guys got friends i don't know okay. i don't know yeah <laughs> loser um but yeah uh, f- outside of that it's it's cool yes we have 500 episodes it's a it's a fun number um but you know it is what it is uh on tuesday we'll have episode 501 you know so <laughs> we'll just keep on keeping on um but just a uh or you're gonna say something yeah, maybe Jones is just uh waiting to jump out of his cake. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get a cake delivery via Zoom or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, before uh, so now that we get we get that, and before we get into um, I I guess some some football stuff. Um, a quick loser lap again for the. Uh, death pool because <clears throat> it seems like we've had a lot of famous people dying recently and we missed another one which was uh dick butkus so uh hall of fame bears player uh he was a linebacker right yeah and ditka was the tight end yep okay i i, I sometimes get them confused uh but hall of fame Linebacker for the Chicago Bears, uh, Dick Butkus, also a Hall of Fame name <laughs> um, when it comes to actually na- just people's names in general. Uh, yeah, he died this week, uh, a couple days ago, and uh, swing and a miss on that one, too. So, um, again, I figured we, we well, I was kind of hoping if Joan was going to be here, we'd dive a little bit deeper into the whole football stuff. But, I mean, we'll see. Um, we don't have to do a whole fucking spiel for the third week in a row on a Sunday night about um, the game sucking because the games this week actually were entertaining. Nope. No, they weren't as they a whole. They can't be. <laughs> so the Patriots fucking blow, um, which I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm going to get to that in a second, but like overall as a slate, which isn't this fucking hilarious. This weekend coming in, what's the number one thing we heard from everyone? Ugh, slate sucks. Ah, what an awful slate well, no, no, this no. week. That's not that's not this week. That's every week. Well, yeah. But you got t- you got games like uh Jets Broncos or um Falcons Texans. Um I'm trying to think of some other like shitty teams that were that were playing each other. Uh, Bengals Saints, Cardinals Saints Patriots. Well, yeah, I mean that game did actually suck, but um, Bengals Cardinals, and I know everyone's like, "Oh, the Bengals—they were good. They were just in the Super Bowl, whatever." Uh, they haven't been playing good this year. They've sucked. So I would put Bengals Cardinals in that in that discussion. And wouldn't you know, all those games ended up being pretty fucking entertaining and pretty competitive. No, um, no, they didn't. The slate sucks. The slate always sucks. The games <laughs> suck. I don't know. I enjoyed it this week. No, you can't. You can't like it. The slate mm-hmm. sucks. Not allowed. We've got uh, 
Minnesota, Kansas city is a, is a touchdown game. 27 to 20 Minnesota's got the ball with seven minutes left. There's a five man playoff in golf. So I'm, I'm watching that. Also my, the bartender, the bartender's back. The bartender is back. He's old for his last three. Yeah. And he's trying to get it all back on the Cowboys. Yeah. I hate when he takes an underdog money line. Cause I don't really know how to go with it. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to lay minus 180 on 49ers money line. Right. Right. But then it's like the spread. It's like you can both lose and then it's like sick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which actually when, when the bartender does shit like that, that actually happens a bunch. He'll take an underdog money line. The team will cover, but not win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classic fucking bartender. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So I'm just watching this Minnesota game here on, on red zone. But so speaking of football, uh, Patriots fucking suck. So again, this was kind of like, I was, I was kind of hoping we'd have Jones to see what he would come up with. But if you were, uh, if you were Bob Kraft, what are you doing? What are you doing with the Pats right now? Are you punting on the year? Are you trying everything you can to salvage? Are you firing people? Are you demanding to see a different quarterback? What are you doing? Or are you just doing nothing and letting Bill continue to fucking hopefully right the ship? Um, well, so there's nothing you can. So th- th- this is this is the hard part. There's nothing you can do this year. Um, there's no cap space. There's no people. There's no one you can sign. There's, there's nothing you can do this year. The team you have is the team you have. But if I was Robert Kraft, Bill would be in my office. and I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what, what is it? Is it the guys won't play for you? Is it, are you being an asshole? Like, what the fuck is it? Yeah. Cause the, there was that quote in 2009 when Bill's like, I just can't get these fucking guys to play for me or whatever. Yeah. Like, what is it? I don't, I, and this is the problem. I don't know what it is. So, therefore, I can't dictate what to do. Um, cause observations as a fan, the quarterback's not good. No, but you can't replace them. There's nothing to replace them with. There's nobody. There's nobody, no thing, no nothing. Yeah. Because you're not going to replace him with Bailey Zappi because he sucks. I Zappi mean, he sucks too. The only other options, I just realized we have Will Greer, who again, he sucks uh, too. Yeah. There's a reason why he's been cut from three teams in two years. None of these. So there is no option that's better than Mac. And I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. And it's not Malik Cunningham because no. he came out of college and he wasn't even gonna be a quarterback and now we're gonna ask him to be a better quarterback than a guy that's actually started nfl games for three seasons now that guy's not very good but what the fuck is malik cunningham gonna be outside of the one-off play or the one-off game where he like gets loose and just makes some goofy shit happen right but like the losses are gonna be just as bad as they are now so the quarterback sucks um the 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 there's no health on the offensive line. They are like no. the complete opposite of healthy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and they the guys suck. that are healthy suck. But then in like even 
because it's like all of these players were good at one point. Yeah. Yet they're not playing well right now. So there's some type of issue, whether it's a lack of continuity or they can't pick up what's going on or Max not seeing it or the, the guys only, don't know where they're supposed to be. Or the like, only thing I will say is that I think David Andrews is fine. Like, I think I think I, and I said this, I think, in our group text or maybe I said uh, I, I tweeted it last week. The best player on the offense for Patriots for the uh, the Patriots right now is David Andrews, the center. So your best player on offense is the center. And that in that best player isn't very good this year. Yeah. There's been numerous times where I've watched him running backwards. <laughs> your center should never be running backwards. No. So, no, the team's and that's that's the problem. The team sucks. Like there and there's there's a lot wrong. So nothing's getting fixed this year. I don't know if anything's getting fixed next year because if you can't draft a quarterback, then you can't, you you're stuck with Max still because he's still cheap and he's still just as shitty as all the other options. Yeah, because realistically, what are you going to do? Are you going to pay Kirk Cousins forty million dollars a year? The, the fucking this Kirk Cousins, this guy. Yeah, no fucking chance. Yeah, Absolutely I mean that's not. what I mean, right? No Kirk, fucking way. Kirk Cousins is a free agent after this season. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, wanna, Kirk Cousins is going what, to get $40 million a year. I don't want to know what Kirk Cousins looks like when fucking Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Jordan Addison. I don't I don't know what he wants. I don't want to know what he looks like when those guys aren't catching passes. Yeah, when he's got to throw to Juju Smith-Suster and fucking Devontae Parker. And I don't know who what his wide receiver core was with um the Redskins. I'd have to go back and look. But... I think he had McLaurin. I just don't. I don't remember. I, I. I. Truthfully, I have no idea how long he's even been in Minnesota. Has it been five years? Yeah, I think something like that. So that means he played six in Washington. Yeah. Yeah, he played six in Washington. So it's twenty seventeen. Was his last season there? I don't even know. Was McLaurin drafted yet? Yeah, he took it. over the second half of 2014 because he was drafted in 2012. Right, but yeah, same year as Robert Griffin. Right, but he he played in three games in 2013. Um, but I think it might have just been like here and there, and then 2014 was when RG3 got hurt, and Kirk Cousins took over to finish the year, and then. They went into 2015 with Kirk Cousins as the starter. Yeah, I also again, I I don't I I genuinely don't know who the receivers were. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but then we're going to run into another issue too: is what's the cap situation? Because right now they have no money. Now I know they're supposed to have a lot for next year. They as as of right now they have the second most on the. Oh, available next year behind the Chicago Bears. But the problem is the rest of the team is missing, right? So the re the way that you can usually construct these teams is you need some somewhere, somehow, somebody needs to be on rookie deals. So right now, if you took Kirk Cousins' contract on, which they're not going to, they're not going to pay that guy that much money. No. You need offensive linemen that are on rookie deals or are cheap. 
Well, that's what we have right now, and it's not fucking working. So you got to figure something out here. And then never mind, it's like Awenu, Uche, and Duggar are up. Yeah. Now, Uche, you're probably not going to pay the money he deserves. I think you should sign Duggar. Before the season, I was in on Awenu. I said, sign him. Let the yeah. other two go if you're only taking one. But, but fuck he's him. Been, he suck. He sucks he's been now. Sucking this year. He's bad and hurt. It's like yeah, that that and that's like the summary of this team. It's bad and hurt. Yep. So the uh, the free agent quarterbacks in 2024 are Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston. Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, uh, and everyone else can eat a dick because it's they're just they're not good. Yeah, I mean Kirk's going to d- demand a ton of money. So I mean, if you want to bring in Baker Mayfield or um, I wouldn't hate Gardner Minshew. I I've been on the Gardner Minshew bandwagon since he was at Wazoo, and no one wants to give him a chance. I but think he stepped in, in twice so far for the Colts. This season, when Anthony Richardson got hurt, and he won both games. Yeah, I think if you bring in either one of those guys, fine. Like Baker, like again, you're just getting like a little bit better than than Mac. You're not making you're not making the right. playoffs. You're not making the Super Bowl. But I don't know if you have a low enough draft pick, then then you got to draft a guy. But I don't know what it is. I don't. I, I'm no fucking scout, or I don't do the prospect thing. And Caleb Williams, unless you get one, it's not Caleb Williams, right? And then Drake May is probably going to go number two. Yeah, most likely. But I don't know. I mean, you even hear so again. I don't. I I don't know the deal. But like, you even hear some of this stuff where it's like, you know, Shador Sanders isn't like, dude, he's not number two in the draft, right? Like, no. can I be clear? Yeah. So he's not yeah. number two in the draft. But if you're looking at like a reason to like Shador Sanders, he's out there running for his fucking life and he needs to make plays quick and he needs to like process things faster. And like the stuff that you don't really like learn or teach or like really think of, like yeah. you look at his stat line and actually he puts up numbers. So whatever. But the way he does it is almost like going to translate a little bit more. To his rookie year than like Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams' line is very good. He has a right. lot of time. He can roll. He can move. He can whatever. He also plays in the Pac-12 where the defenses aren't super stout. Yeah, but Sanders is the same conference. So yeah, that's true. That's fair. Um, and they and the the offense they run is not a pro style offense. So whatever. But like, so that's the thing. Is like I don't know. It's like. Are you going to be in a position where it's Shador Sanders or do you take an offensive tackle? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I like a tackle in that spot. Right. Just because I don't, I don't, it just seems unknown. But yeah, because we don't have a right tackle and Trent Brown is a free agent. Next a right. Year. We don't have any tackles. No, we don't have. Yeah. No, well, that's what I mean. I'll tell Trent, you right now. Trent Brown's we, a free agent. So Cole Strange is staying. Other than that, you do not have. Any like I would and David Andrews, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired, but I think the only offensive lineman you have going into next year is Cole Strange. That's it. Yeah. So you do have the rookies, Sal and Mafi, and you got the swing tackle in Anderson. He sucks. So yeah. He's he can be a backup. That's fine. 
Wow, so gross. I think Luke List is going to win this playoff. Fuck. God <laughs> damn it. Sick. That's the least enticing option. <laughs> oh, so gross. Like Ludwig was in it and Ben Griffin was in it. Like either one of those stories would have been good. Oh, God damn it. Who's putting now? Yeah, Ludwig off the fucking Ryder Cup. Yeah. Just come out. Well, Ben Griffin can still hit this putt. It's a fucking bomb. Luke Less hit a bomb. Like, it's not like he didn't earn it. It's just yeah, so fucking lame. Anywho. Yeah, I mean, th- and, th- and that that's like the, the problem that the Patriots have right now is they don't have any talent. Everyone's hurt. I, I would don't say what... they don't have any talent on the offense. Yeah, their the defense, offense is the absolutely is trash. Their defense is fine. Like, when everyone is healthy on the defense, I would say their defense is very good. But it's also, it's like little stuff too. It's like the special teams are a mess. Yeah. Like still. Again. And Cam, but Cam Accord is still here. Right. So I got to be firing him. I Like if I was Robert Kraft, he's out. Cam Accord's yeah. out. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, Joe Judge is still in the building. Yeah, what just... the hell is, so what the hell is he doing? Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is like, I don't know if Kraft, like, obviously Kraft is cheap as hell. Like we know that. Right. And if you are, and if you are a Patriots fan and you don't know that, you just trust me on this one. He is fucking cheap as hell. Yeah. Um. So there were some rumblings that it was his bright idea to have Patricia and Judge be the fucking like co-offensive coordinators last year because they weren't making a real money because their other teams were paying them still. Right. And it's like knowing that the guy is cheap as hell that makes sense to me. But this year you bring in the other guy, like the team still sucks. So it's like, dude, I, like, I don't know. I, I like if I'm craft, I don't know what I, I, again, this, thank God. I don't own a fucking NFL team. Well, it'd be fine. Cause they yeah. just like print money. <laughs> but like, if I had to make it like, if like, thank God, I don't have to like sit there and make fans happy. I wouldn't know what to fucking do right now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's not, it's not good. It's very not. There's good. nothing you can do this year. There's nope. nothing you can do. Nope. Nope. So that's what I mean. Like, do you just have to punt on this year? And... You have to. You don't have a, ch- that's the thing. You don't have a choice. Now I would say, let's get in there and make the, like a fucking quasi competitive fucking product. Cause like what's been happening is pathetic. Now I don't know how you fix that. So. Cause the other I... thing too, is you're not going to fire bill mid season. No, he, Bill Belichick is not going to be a coach that gets fired in the middle of the season. Now, if they finish this year six and eleven, I think he's gone. Well, the other problem too done. is so because he's GM and coach. I think the coach, the coach is fine. The GM is not fucking working, right? But you're not going to get him to only. No, be a you coach. can't get him to only be a coach. So you need it, both or you need him not at all. You also probably don't want him as just a coach too, because then if someone else is picking the players and that player isn't panning out, he goes, see, yeah. if it was my guy, it'd be different. Right. Like, like that's seems like how he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's tough. Like a lot of people want bill gone. I don't, I don't know. I, I like, I don't necessarily like, I, it's like a, it's like a bill. The GM is the issue. Because he hasn't selected the correct players. You know what's funny? 
what if Bill, here's a crazy thought. What if Bill was never actually a good GM? What if, because in the early, early years, right, it was Scott Pioli and it was John Robinson who then went on to the Titans and um, Dimitrov was in the Patriots organization before he went to the Falcons. What if it was all those guys? And then when they left and they let Bill be the GM, I don't know, maybe what was that, like around 2010 is when they had him become the GM too. What if that was all Ernie Adams? <laughs> what if Ernie Adams was actually the guy that was good at finding the players and Bill was never really like, I'm sure Bill is, is fine at evaluating talent. Like he's a, he's arguably one of the best NFL head coaches in the history of the game, right? Like I'm sure he's fine at that, but like, what if the big time, like scouting GM choices, things like that. What if that was all Ernie Adams? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you cause everything's so secretive. Like I couldn't, yeah. really speculate but ernie like, adams retired two years ago yeah but they were picking like shit going back to see kirk cousins just he just got sacked at midfield like he sucks yeah to end the game thank god i didn't bet minnesota plus five and a half i thought that was going to be one of my bets but yeah so th- and this is this is the hard part with everything being so secretive like no one knows who was actually picking players or scouting players or drafting players because then it's like casario and then casario left and then it's like oh well look at the draft ziggler now. and it's then like, ziggler went to uh vegas so it, it's it's hard to know but i will say going back to I mean, there's always been questionable draft picks. That's for sure, for certain. Well, yeah, they're classic for trading up to draft a guy that wasn't projected to go until like three or four rounds later. Right, and, Tavon Wilson in the second round. Even right. and to be fair, Kyle Duggar ended up being a very good player. But Kyle Duggar in the second round, like out of Lenore Ryan University, like you did not need to draft him in the second round, right? Like, and then. Even further back, Tyrone Wheatley, um, or Terrence Wheatley, which one was it? I don't know. Terrence, I Terrence Wheatley. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tavon no, I mean, Wilson, it, like it's, all these guys, bad. like they trade up to draft a guy. That's project. They trade up in like the second or third round to draft a guy with like a sixth round draft grade on him. It's bad. It is bad. But then some of the hits are like are crazy good. But I also think that when you had Brady, no one no one knew this. When you had Brady, it covered up a lot of things. Right. And because not for nothing, it's like he was throwing to like Danny Amendola and Julian Edelman and Chris Hogan. Like those are like, let's not beat around the bush. Those were not good players. They no. were productive here. And they fit the mold well. But those those guys, like when they weren't here, what did they do? Nothing. Well, and Edelman didn't go anywhere else, but like yeah. they did nothing. And even Edelman, you remember him for his big catches and playoffs and whatever. It's like even his stats, if you like take emotion out of it, good player, fine player. But like, dude, this was not Chase Higgins and Boyd yeah. Yeah, with Mixon yeah. in the backfield. Right, right. So they, I think they were able to get away with a lot of that for a long time. 
And then it's even sounding like, again, you're hearing some rumblings, like just even like when Brady was in the building, it was just different. Like, like it just was different. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Did you see the interview, the the question that they asked JC Jackson? Uh, I did. I didn't see anything after the game. Uh, I saw it on Twitter. Someone posted a clip. They interviewed JC Jackson after the game and they were like, you know, so you were here in 18 and 19 and you were with Tom and, uh, you know, obviously you guys, you know, you, you did well then or whatever. And, uh, you know, do you, is it the same? Does it still feel the same to you that it did back then? Or does it feel different? And he was like, nah, man, like, I don't, I don't know. Like Tom's a different cat, but like, I, that's a weird question. He, he said, he was like, that's a weird question. And then, and then he stopped himself and he goes, but yeah, it feels mostly the same. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's, it's basically the same. No, we, well, th- no, that I actually, I'm actually with him. Like, how do you answer that? Because if you say, no, it's not the same, they'd be like, oh, well, why is it different? It's like, dude, the fucking, like, the unicorn was here. Right. He right. ain't here anymore. And never mind, he was fucking old. So it's like, he came from a different time where things were, di- like, dude, these guys are not like that anymore. Right. I mean, at that time, Tom Brady was 42 years old and JC Jackson was 22. Do you think and Pat like, Mahomes, like, like, walks into Tom- the locker room and goes, like, I need you guys doing fucking this, this, that, and like, like, you know, bitching at people. Like, no, no. Pat Mahomes is not that, t- like, dude, they're like, he's just not that guy. Like, it's not his personality. Like, he's a good quarterback because he sees the field well. He has a good arm. He gets out of the pocket. He makes plays happen. Right. Brady ran a fucking system. Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, Rivers, Breeze, like, all those guys, they ran like a fucking system. Pat right. Mahomes is just a better athlete. In a better, I'm just going to call it playmaker. Right. Because I don't know if he's a better passer. He probably is. But yeah, whatever. Like, he's a better playmaker than anybody else. And he's in the right coaching staff that allows him to do what he needs to do. Right. Like if Pat Mahomes was in Arizona right now, it would be a fucking mess. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no structure, even though Arizona's playing really well. Like maybe that fucking weirdo coach knows what the fuck he If Pat Mahomes was in Vegas right now, it'd be a fucking mess. Yeah. Yep. Or LA Chargers. That would be a disaster. Oh, like yeah. That, if he like, was like a, if he went to the, the team Chargers. can have no success with Justin Herbert. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So Justin Herbert, who has all the physical gifts that you want in a quarterback. Yeah, but think about it. Does any of those guys strike you as like the type of like intense competitor that Tom Brady was? No. Even Peyton Manning, like Peyton Manning was kind of a fucking squid, but like same type of mold. Yeah. That athlete's gone. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. They're just, they're not the same today. No, it's not going to be the same. So like JC Jackson answering that question, I actually thought it was like probably fine because he caught himself. Yeah. But like, there's no way he can answer that question because if you say it's the same, then it's like you're lying. And if you say it's different, then it's like, oh, wow, look, it's different. It's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. It has to be different. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make them like they used to, right? Like, that's like a dude. Athletes are just different. They're just 20, a 25 year old today is going to do things a lot differently than a 38 year old would today. Never mind, like 
a 38 year old 10 years ago, which would now be 48, right? Like some of these guys are, are getting up there. Well, even like like when they said with Aaron Rodgers, like, like Peyton Manning's approaching 50, like with Aaron Rodgers, like going into training camp, whatever, he didn't want any motion before the snap. Yeah. Cause he was just going to go back and sling it, whatever. And I think he was probably the first guy that kind of does like the, when a play's broken, make a play like, right. Kind of one of those guys. And, uh, of, or like, I guess like the new guard. Right. Sort of. Him uh, and Russell Wilson. Well, Russell. <laughs> that was, oh, that was the only thing Russell Wilson could do. <laughs> I was going to say him and, uh, like Stafford, but Stafford's also got some kidney in him. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then they were like, okay, well, Zach Wilson can't run Aaron Rodgers' offense, so we're bringing motion back. We're doing this. And it's like, yeah, so like Zach Wilson, they won again today. They looked okay against the Chiefs. Like, don't let them fool you. They're not good. I mean, I don't know. They might be better than the Patriots now. But it's like you can't just like demand that these guys figure it out. It doesn't work like that anymore. The athletes aren't like that. The personalities aren't like that. Yeah. That's why it was almost like almost refreshing for Jamar Chase to remind you of a fucking T.O. or a Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, yeah. When Jamar Chase was like, I'm always, I'm always fucking open. I'm open. I'm always fucking open. I'm always fucking open. Just give me the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Keyshawn, give me the damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, well, it's funny because like some people like poo-poo that, right? They're like, oh, oh, a diva wide receiver. And it's like, no, that's what you want. You want your number one wide receiver to stand there and say, he, give me he, the fucking ball. I So I don't know what he finished with, but I know at one point he had 14 catches, 180 yards and three touchdowns. I think that's what it, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he finished there or got some more. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So a guy that goes, I'm fucking, I'm always fucking open. And then pull, pulls that stat line the very next week. 15 for 192 and three. Okay. So a guy, <laughs> a guy that is capable of that. Imagine if Kendrick Bourne was like, I'm always fucking open. Yeah, you just like Kendrick Bourne, take it easy, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, or like Drake London. And it's like, maybe you are, but boy, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Like, until you show that you can do what Jamar Chase does or Justin Jefferson does, stop talking. Now, Drake London's never said that. So, you know, if you're listening, Drake London, (laughs) (laughs) just use you as an example because I saw the Falcons up on the screen. But yeah, it's almost like a little bit it's it's almost like a little refreshing that like someone will just be like he'll he'll do something like that cuz it does it does remind you of like the like the older yeah like that that mid I'll just say mid 2000s plus or minus. Yeah. Like that the like D- killer Chad, the, Chad Johnson like yeah, the killer instinct though. The like you know the Marvin Harrison the or you know like give killer me the instinct, fucking Marvin ball. Harrison I like that. <laughs> oh, like Randy, Randy Moss. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Randy yeah. Ra- Moss. Randy Moss. You know, like, give me the fucking ball. Right. Like, I want the fucking ball. And there's a difference between that and, like, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm going to say this, but I may, I, I may recant this. But there's a difference between, like, Jamar Chase doing that and, like, Stefan Diggs. Right, because I watched the. Did you watch the game this morning? I watched some of it. They like they kept cutting to Diggs on the sideline, and he's like smashing the tablet off the ground, and like 
bitching at Josh Allen and bitching at the offensive coordinator. And you know what he's saying? He's like, give me the ball. I want, like, I'm open, whatever. And like, I don't know, maybe he is open, but like, there's a difference between that and like throwing a tantrum on the sideline of being like, give me the ball. I want the ball versus, you know, versus Jamar chase being like, I'm always fucking open. Just throw me the fucking ball. Cause there's a couple differences there. If you're going to throw a tantrum on the sideline, you need to be Randy Moss. Good. Right. And right now in the NFL, I don't think any of them are. No. Justin Jefferson's probably the closest it gets. And I don't think I don't think Justin Jefferson is just gonna throw his right hand up off the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Kirk's just gonna air it out and he's just gonna run past whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna happen. I don't think. Yeah. And you look at it, when you throw tantrums on the sideline, you look like a fucking bitch. That's what yeah. it is. But yeah. the difference with Jamar Chase is someone asked him a question. Yeah. And they asked him a question, probably insinuating that, oh, like, what can you do to get more open out there and like help out the quarterback? He goes, I, I'm open. I'm always fucking <laughs> I'm open. I'm always fucking open. <laughs> so there's a difference between doing it in a presser based on a question you were asked. And there's a difference between fucking smashing tablets and throwing a fit on the sidelines in a game that you still could have won. Right. And then, never mind, they went four plays, scored a touchdown. I remember this. They went four plays, scored a touchdown to bring it to one score. The defense couldn't hold. But they did it in four plays, like fucking 45 seconds or whatever fucking short amount of time it was, and they, he didn't get one ball. So you're throwing a tantrum, and they just move the ball as efficiently as they could without fucking looking at you. Now, you're probably occupying defenders, which helps the other guys. Like it is a team game and one piece right. does matter. Like if Gabe Davis is like the fucking the focus guy, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't make the catches he makes. It's not that good. Right. Um so yeah, Gabe Davis, you're listening to same thing. Um <laughs> yeah, so Diggs Diggs had eight for 121 and a touchdown. And he was throwing okay. a fit out there. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Last week, he had six for 120 and three touchdowns. Yeah, like, so that's what I mean. Is like, why is he throwing a fit? Like, what actually out? What maybe he's throwing the fit? Like, what more do you guys want from me? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. But this is actually a wild stat line to open the season. So, starting in week one, 10 catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Seven catches, 66 yards, no touchdown. Quiet week. <laughs> Quiet yeah. week in week two. Uh, week three, eight catches for 111 yards and no touchdowns. And then six for 120 and three last week and eight for 121 and one this week. Like, that's pretty fucking good. It is good. <laughs> you've gone, you've surpassed 100 yards in four of the five games that you've played. And through five games, you have five touchdowns. Yeah, seems good. Yeah, seems pretty fucking good to me, right? Although he's unhappy too, because it's like I don't know. He does. He wants to be there. Doesn't want to be there. Wants to get paid. Wants to leave. Who the fuck knows? I don't. Yeah. I, I, I can't follow with it. Yeah, he seems like a a bit much. He was like, that's why Minnesota got rid of him. Well, so I was gonna say, like, I'm not gonna like. There was a reason why Minnesota did get rid of him when they were still in like a competitive spot and they got super fucking lucky yeah that the eagles were stupid enough to take rager right before their pick 
Yeah. <laughs> what fucking idiots. Yeah. Because I actually wouldn't doubt if the if the Vikings would have taken Rager because they did sign him once the Eagles cut him. Right. Right. That would have looked poorly. Yeah, that would have been that would have been pretty bad. So I don't know what can you do, right? Um. Oh, this is a fun one. So, um, I don't know if you've seen this stuff on social media, but I saw a post on Instagram the other day that everyone is, uh, you know, big dick swinging that Joe Biden came out and forgave student loans. Um, so let me see if I can figure out. Okay, so I guess to to back up, in September, he forgave um, $39 billion in student debt for over 800,000 borrowers. And then like this past week, he forgave uh, $9 billion for 125,000 people. So everyone is going like, oh my God, look, he's awesome. He's gave a couple press conferences already being like, oh, I've canceled student loans. I've done this. I've done that, all that. So because we are, well, we're not a fact-based show, but because we are objective uh, mostly, sometimes we're not objective at all. <laughs> Who am I kidding? But when it comes to to, to politicians, uh, we're very anti-all politicians. Let's, um, let's, Let's take a deeper dive into what actually is going on with all of this student loan forgiveness, because, um, you know, you might remember that he tried to do the whole $20,000, 10 to $20,000 per borrower, you know, uh, last year or two years ago, whenever that was for four, $4 trillion or some whatever the, the total would have been. Uh, that got shot down by the Supreme Court. Uh, but he's still harping on it, like, oh, I've done all this, I've done all that. All right, so let's go back to what happened in September. Um, or I'm sorry, I think it was uh, it was July. It wasn't September. So in July, um, so I'm just reading through it really quickly. There were $39 billion in student loans that were canceled for over 800,000 people. All right. So the question is, who got this? Well, all those people that got their student loans forgiven in July were people that had made qualifying payments for consecutive every month for either 20 or 25 years. Does that sound familiar? Did we talk about this? No, but you're on to something. I so, saw it. Wait. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. I thought there was I wait, was that one of the the proposals? No, that was that was the new that that's what that was the new income-based repayment plan. So so the, here we go. So I did, they did the math for me. So um, people that have been paying for either 20 or, 20 or 25 years 
would have been they began making their payments in 1998 or 2003. So some somewhere in between that time, if people are still making those payments, then the Biden administration was like, you're good. You don't have to make them anymore. Is that the program you signed up for? Yes. I was saying, because I'm but trying to But there are what... multiple income-based repayment plans yep. that offer, once you pay consecutively every month for 20 years, your loans are forgiven. So what happened was people that started repaying their loans in 1998 and have made consecutive payments every month for 25 years never signed up for income-based repayment plans. So for 25 years, they've just been making their, their payment. And now the Biden administration is like, oh, you're good. Your loans are forgiven. And everyone's like, oh my God, what a benevolent guy. What He's <laughs> doing so great. He's doing amazing. He canceled all these student loans for people. No, it's the same thing that would have happened. Now, I can't say this for with 100% certainty, but I think that income-based repayment plans didn't exist in 1998. I would imagine that that was probably correct. Yeah, and I could be wrong, right? Like I'm acknowledging I could be wrong. And if they did exist, they probably looked a lot different. I'm guessing now. back then, uh, when you took a loan out, you were just generally expected to pay it back on the schedule that right. you were assigned. Right. So in 1998, people start, and this is when people start repaying their loans, which means they probably started, they probably took the loans out in 1994. Yeah. Right. Roughly. So they've been repaying their loans every month, not missing a payment since 1998. Whatever they had left was forgiven. That's literally the income-based repayment plan. That's why I was sitting here. I go, wait a minute. This sounds fucked. This sounds like familiar. Like, what, So all what they did what are you was retroactively apply. these people in, yeah. Yes, yes. So they did not do anyone. I mean, maybe, I guess you could look at it. They did someone a solid, right? Like if they didn't know the plan existed because someone- Someone that graduated college in 1998, if you're 23, 25 years ago, you're like 50, right? You're 52, 51. So like maybe someone that's 51 doesn't know about the income-based repayment plan. So fine. Maybe you're doing some people a solid, right? But like, you're not like you can't be out here touting like oh look what we did we forgave we forgave 39 billion dollars in student loans well yeah kind of but if the plans that exist today existed back then they would have been forgiven anyway well the funny thing about this too is there's obviously a reason why it's 20 or 25 and it's because the government definitely made out on that deal oh yeah yeah because that, that's the other part too it's like see look like your loyalty has been rewarded it's like yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're right yeah. You, my loyalty has been rewarded no you made out on that deal let alone like i have no idea what interest rates were in the 90s but i don't think they were very good i think they were high like interest rates in the 90s might have been like seven eight nine percent 
Yeah, and but also the other thing is by the time so think about the actual dollar amount because college was significantly cheaper back then. Right. You've actually made the payments for 20 or 25 years. You're basically like your interest like levels are so fucking low at that point. Right. Yeah. So that was uh that was July. And then the latest one that was a couple days ago when they they forgave uh 9 billion for 125,000 people. Well, who gets this aid, you ask? Well, here's the answer right here. Uh, th this new debt relief will go to the borrowers under the public service loan forgiveness programs, which cover people who worked in public service for a decade or more and made 120 qualifying payments. They fucking get it. They get it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what this you know what this 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 forgiveness did that they just passed a couple days ago? Nothing. Nothing for anyone new. Basically, what they did was they forced people into the public service loan forgiveness program, which again, if you want to look at it, they did some they did some people a solid. Sure. Uh, fine. I, I'm not gonna argue that. But all it is is so say someone worked in in public service, which is you either work for a nonprofit organization or you work for the government to to boil it down. To I know some the I know someone terms. who I know someone who works with a VA. Yeah, yeah. So a nonprofit or the government, which does count if you're a teacher, right? D teachers do fall under public service. Um, so say someone worked as a teacher for twelve years, right, and they forgot to sign up for public service loan forgiveness. Well, now they automatically got their loans disqualified, right? And canceled for them or forgiven for them. So like, yeah, they maybe did that person a solid, but like the program exists already yeah. that once you make payments every month for 10 years, your loans are forgiven automatically. So like, again, did they do the person the solid that's worked in government for call it 16 years? And they're still repaying their loans. Yeah. But like the government got an extra six years out of them of yep. interest payments. <laughs> yep. So like, I don't know. I don't know what you what like. But again, it's how the media covers it. It's how people talk about it. It's, oh, wow. President Biden just forgave $9 billion in student loans for 125,000 people. Oh, who qualifies? Anyone that works for a nonprofit organization as a teacher or for a government, anyone that's considered a public servant, they got their loans forgiven as long as they've made 120 consecutive payments. Hmm, that's weird. That sounds like the P PSLF that already exists. Oh, well, well, yeah, but he just he just forgave all this anyway. It's like, okay. okay. But he didn't do anything new. He didn't create a new program. No, he, didn't he didn't forgive. He didn't forgive any loans that otherwise wouldn't have already been forgiven. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking like if you want to, if you want to call him like the good guy, he basically just like did a solid for a few people that didn't fill out paperwork at, yeah. at a certain time. That's all he did. Right. 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 Because had all those. Because that's the thing. Had. If it was if it was something where you would just like automatically like, hey, you're gonna start working for the VA, 
hey, just so you know, like, do you have student loans? Yes, I do. It's like, okay, good. Can you get us that information? Because um, you get auto enrolled into this forgiveness program. Uh, but you do you have to make your payment, you have to make a payment, every payment for 10 years consecutively, can't miss. There's no point to overpay, so don't do that either. But um, so yeah, if it was like an auto enroll thing, then this would be a giant nothing burger. Right. Which I bet you now it's automatic. Or it's more automatic. Like if you if you're no, I think if you, you still have to you still have to enroll yourself. Yeah, but I, you bet you H- I think you I have bet to you, re- HR. you have to recertify every year. I bet you HR at some of these places probably streamlines a lot of that stuff. And I'm again, I'm talking because like we're yeah. talking government. They're not government jobs, but like federal positions, like yeah. the mailmen. Right. Although mailmen shouldn't have a ton of yeah. Student loans, you wouldn't think. Yeah, if you went to college for four or six years and you're a letter carrier, well, I mean, hey, I think it's I'm I think sure it's more, it exists, but well, I think it's more like one of those things like you went to school and then you were offered a position with the post office, so you took it, right, right, and it's like, oh yeah, I guess that journalism degree doesn't really matter anymore, does it? <laughs> oh, my philosophy degree. <laughs> Yeah. It's like I was gonna be uh I was gonna try to write, but it just seems easier to sit in this post office and just be pissed off all the time. Yeah. Yep. And tell people that their mail got stolen. <laughs> it does get stolen. Can't put it in the mailbox, it's get stolen. Yeah, yeah. Right out of the mailbox. Yep. The yeah. thieves have the key. <laughs> that story gets better and better every time I hear it. Or every time I think about it. Like, just like matter of factly being like, well, yeah, they have the key. Yeah. Like how, like how absolutely absurd of a statement that is when you actually think about it. Like, oh yeah, the thieves have the key to the mailbox. So like just on so many different levels, that's just not true. It's just like, it's just a false statement that you just don't want to do your job. Turns out, though, she might have been the only person that was right in the situation because <laughs> no one's gotten to save the dates. <laughs> That's true. It's true. But yeah, so uh, yippee for fucking Biden and forgiving all the student loans that would have been forgiven already anyway. Yeah. So that's how he comes out on top. Yeah. Always come out on top. What a good guy. <laughs> what a great guy, actually. Can't believe he single-handedly is personally forgiving all those loans. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason why he got more votes than any his- any president in the history of the country. Clearly, it's because he's a great guy. And people love him. Awesome guy. Because he does good things. And yep. he knows exactly where he is at all times, too. Awesome guy. Yeah. Can't even think of a better guy. Has the use of all his faculties. Yeah, he can't think of a better guy either. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, do you want to start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up. All right. You ever have spec? Spec? No. What is spec? Spec is an Italian cold cut. Obviously, it's significantly less common. 
um, than your other ones. Uh, it's a ham, so think prosciutto. But uh, I think they smoke it. Oh, so the per- like if you took prosciutto, I, I I don't know if it's exactly the same. It might be like a different like uh, curing profile. But to simplify it, if you took prosciutto and instead of cooking it however the fuck you cook it, if you uh, smoked it, I believe you now have spec. That could be an oversimpli- That could be an oversimplification, but it gets the point across. Um, so obviously it's quite good. And yeah. if it's and if you're sitting there being like, "Wow, that sounds like it's better than prosciutto," I think it is. so if you can find it i found it at market basket really and it was pretty good yeah like i like um it's like the pre-packaged cold cuts and shit like wherever you would find like pre-packaged prosciutto whatever it's like same place how do you spell spec exactly how you fucking think which is odd because it's S-P-E-C? like this okay okay S-P-E-C-K. which is interesting because it's like there's prosciutto and capicola and salami and fucking mortadella like all these like were and then it's just like spec spec <laughs> so how, how how did we come up with this yeah because then i'm thinking like spec has got to be like slang for like specacola specacolo or something yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like, Nope. Uh, just just spec. Huh. But yeah, quite good. I'll have to keep an eye out for it. But the thing is, it's hard because it looks like prosciutto. So it's like... Yeah. It was... Uh, I don't even know how it caught my eye. Just like out of the corner. It's like, I'm like, oh shit. I've never actually seen this at a store before. Yeah, they're lightly smoked, spiced, and seasoned. Characteristics of one of the most appreciated cured meats in the kitchens of North Italy. So it's a Northern Italy thing. Oh, that's no good then. What comes from Sicily? If it's Sicilian, Sicilian, it's good. Oh, Mortadel. (laughs) That's definitely uh, Sicilian. Huh. Oh, wow. People use it in meatloaf in Italy. That sounds fucking incredible. Italians make meatloaf? Apparently. Hello? Okay. I, so I have a couple follow-up questions that you definitely can't answer because you're not from Italy. <laughs> so one, Italians make meatloaf? That That's odd to me. I actually, I'm actually questioning where that information like- came from. Most cultures probably make meatloaf because it's really fucking easy. If you think about like historically, it's literally just a bunch of fucking meat thrown in a pan and you cook it and it's a loaf. It makes a loaf of meat. You know, like it's, it's gotta be one of the oldest fucking recipes around. Seems odd. And then my second question is how does the spec actually get incorporated? Like, the, uh... Soaked in milk and chopped. Wait, they okay. make the whole meatloaf or they just include it? No, they include it. Okay. 
So it says start by mixing bread, speck, minced veal or pork meat or both, chopped rosemary, bacon, egg, grated cheese, ricotta, salt, and pepper. Mix all the ingredients together to form a meatloaf. You wrap with the slices of bacon. Whatever, What's the pepper? Wrapped in bacon? This is not an Italian recipe. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is not. Once I read the recipe, I was like, yeah. As I'm reading it, I'm like, yeah, okay. Wrapped in bacon? That's Yeah, no the idea. Italians don't make that. Yeah. Um, but they do make spec. Yeah. And I bet they make meatloaf too. <sighs> Again, I'm sure there's Italians that do, but like, I just really don't think that that's like a... Also, I got a gripe here. Now, maybe I'm just an asshole. We definitely are. Well, for sure, yeah. But I saw a video because my Instagram now is basically like my whole timeline is like food, dogs, and sports. Basically, Mine's golf. pretty much all food and golf courses. Yeah, yeah food, dogs, and, and golf. Although occasionally I still get like some fitness stuff, which is super annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking stupid. Um. So I saw this video the other day of someone making meatloaf and they took like a piece of white bread and threw it in the fucking like the meatloaf and like mixed it up and like moved it around. Yeah, so I so I don't make meatloaf. Um I make meatballs. And I use eggs and breadcrumbs as my binder. As you should. White bread and milk is a common binder. Now, I don't I use have it a because... fucking problem with that. <laughs> okay. You can have whatever problem you'd like with that. I I am telling you, though, like that actually. That well, yeah, I know. I saw, I saw it in a video and I just read it in that recipe where it was yes, like, oh, it, to bread. If Chef Reactions has taught us anything. Most of these recipes <laughs> on here are fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's true too. I, like, um, why use bread when you could use breadcrumbs? I don't know. So I don't know the benefits, but obviously because I won't tolerate such things, I'm not doing the milk and white bread. Plus, never mind. It's like, oh, let's soak some bread and milk. I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, again, mixing it around with eggs and breadcrumbs, it's not the cleanest of processes either. So like, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I get it. Right. But for mixing purposes, breadcrumbs and eggs are way fucking better than milk and white bread. Like a slice of white bread, you have to like break it up and move. Like breadcrumbs are literally just as what they sound like. They're breadcrumbs. You just sprinkle some on, you mix it in and you're good to go. Some people feel as though that makes it dry. Now, some people again, are assholes and don't know I don't, how to cook. I don't make meatloaf. It's just, I just don't. Yeah. Sure, it's fine. Just I enjoy so a good meatloaf every now and then. Yeah, see, I just don't want to make it. Um, I'd rather make meatballs. Yeah. So that's kind of where I would go, but because effectively they're the same thing. I have a really good gravy recipe, so a lot of times when I want the gravy, the the meatloaf is the vessel to get the gravy. Your gravy transport, yeah, mechanism, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess like the dry meatloaf sucks, but I don't know. I don't make meatloaf, so 
Yeah, but like cook it good. Like it's not that hard to cook a meatloaf. I wouldn't think so. But like again, there's a lot of abominations out there. I will say though, I just I know like the the milk and white bread. I'm sorry. Yeah, the milk and bread is been used as a binder for meatballs for like a super long time. Yeah, I just don't like it. Like it's fucking. You don't have dumb. to. Yeah. You don't have to. I'm not trying it. Because I don't. <laughs> I'm not trying it because again, milk, but yeah. Um yeah, I and just, eggs and breadcrumbs work just fine. Yeah. I don't know. Take it up yeah. with someone who knows. Yeah. I don't know. If there's any chefs li- listening, <laughs> let us know the uh, pros and cons for binders. Uh, Ooh, also, right. I think I have a guanciale Ooh. source. Ooh. I think my Italian spot's got it. But I'm going to have to order it from the case. So I'm going to have to get like a quarter of a pound, a half a pound, something like that. So I'm going to like the next time I'm there, I'm going to or the next time I plan to go there, I will also plan a couple of um, dishes with it. That way. So it's like if I buy like half a pound of it, it's not just going to be like, oh, cool. You need like three ounces now you might eat like a couple like raw yeah. and then like it just sits in the fridge and like you might eat it you might not yeah yeah i don't want to waste it i've done that I... before with pancetta because pancetta comes in like the big blocks oh I've, yeah i've used like half of it diced. and then the other half i just like forget and i'm like fuck i gotta throw that out yeah especially because a lot of that stuff like even though it's all preserved and probably like is fine it gets a little skanky yeah yeah, when it starts to get slimy, it's like, yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can usually smell it, and it's like, yeah, this is gonna taste funny. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, even though, again, even though it's loaded with fucking god knows what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So my final thought is um, going back to the well on a previous final thought was. Um, you know, I was talking about how Apple TV Plus is fucking great and their shows are awesome. Uh, another fucking banger. So obviously, we're, Amy and I are continuing to just fucking watch TV and hang out and do a lot of nothing. Um, and we tried this show called Hijacked on Apple TV Plus. And without spoiling it or giving anything away, uh, Idris Elba is the main character. Um, so for anyone that's like, who the fuck is that? He's, uh, fuck. What's his name in, in Marvel? Um, Heimdall. He's Heimdall in Marvel. He's also, uh, is it Stringer Bell in the wire? Um, it's Idris Elba, right? He's, he's, everyone fucking knows who he is. So he was in Hobbs and Shaw too. He was the villain in Hobbs and Shaw. So if you you haven't been able to figure it out from those three references, I don't know. You you don't watch movies. So Idris Elba is the main character. Um, and it is exactly what the title of the show talks about. It's a, he's on a plane that gets hijacked 
And the whole show is basically him trying to like rectify the situation. And I thought it was fantastic because it's not a, what you would think. It's not a classic like, oh, he's a fucking secret agent, James Bond fucking, you know, he fucks everyone up and shoots everyone and saves the day. And it's not like an action movie. Right. It's he's just a dude that has a particular job that he uses his job to like navigate the situation and like get through everything. And it's it's pretty cool. It's a it's a pretty cool, um, pretty cool show. I think there's there's only like seven or eight episodes and I think they're like 45 to 60 minutes long. So it's not like a huge commitment, um, but I would say it's it's worth it. It's very much worth it uh, for anyone out there that's watching or listening. Um, if you have Apple TV Plus and you haven't already watched Hijacked, uh, go do it. And again, it's just another another show in the long list of shows from Apple TV Plus that just absolutely fucking crush. Um, between what what were they like the crowded room? Uh, Blackbird, the last thing he said to me. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Like they're all just fucking great. Silo was amazing. So I, I don't know. I, I would say out of all the streaming services that you have to pay for um, to watch stuff, I would say Apple TV Plus is the only one that's actually worth it because I. Well, I was going to say I haven't found a show that I didn't like yet, but that's not true. Um, there was a show we tried to watch called Foundation. It's like a futuristic, like dystopian Star Wars type of show. Um, I didn't mind it, but Amy hated it, so we stopped watching it. Um, but again, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was great. I agreed to stop watching it, so I could have watched it on my own, but I chose not to. So that was the only show we didn't like. But every other one was not only just like, okay, but it was actually really fucking good. So kudos to Apple TV plus. Uh, so that's good on that note, that'll do it for us. Uh, so thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to click subscribe up above. I mean, it's the 500th fucking episode. Like the least you can do is just fucking subscribe. Like, just don't be a dick. Just subscribe. Just do it. Just go do it right now. Uh, hit that button up top. Hit the like button down below. Uh, if you're an audio-only guy, subscribe over there too. Just, again, just fucking do it. Help us out. We've, you've been hearing me say this for 500 episodes. So, yeah. Uh, what else? You can get us on Instagram, at SarcasmSpeaksPod. Twitter is Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. The website is SarcasmSpeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. While you're buying shit, you can go to Noonbrew.com, which I was drinking before. Uh, use the promo code in the show notes below to get 10% off your order every single time you check out. Uh, you can also go to the podcompany.com or .co, whatever the fuck it is. If you type .com, it'll probably take you to the right website anyway. I think they own both. Uh, so if you go to the podcompany.com, uh, again, use the promo code in the show notes 
you will get $10 off your ice bath when you buy it and also get free shipping with that as well. Uh, and then lastly, we have mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod uh, when you first sign up over there and they will double your first deposit up to $1,000. So uh, that does it for us on episode 500. We'll be back for 501. So until then, good night, everybody. Good night.